Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. This program is intended to bring you a fresh perspective on this thing we call life. And in each and every episode, we're going to dive into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as business, health, wealth, love, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide on this epic adventure, and as we embark on this journey, our ultimate goal is going to be one of transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and I'm really happy that you tuned in today because I have a very special guest that I've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time, but life and craziness and things have been happening around, well, in my world and in the world in general, but I'm really happy to have on the show today, Fiona Brown, who is a passionate woman with an eclectic mix of skills. She's very much like me in, in many respects because she's just, she's an expert in so many different things. And this is how she brings to her clients this beautiful variety of skill sets that she has. She is a professionally trained and experienced personal leadership and executive coach. She is also an Amazon best-selling author. I love that. I know we're going to talk about the book, we're going to talk about the chapter in the book. And she is also, of course, a public speaker and workshop facilitator. She is an NLP and Matrix Therapies master practitioner, a conscious hypnotherapist, I love that you're a hypnotherapist, a registered nurse, which my hat off to you for that, and also a Reiki master, which is like a tootsie roll rolled up with all of these goodies is what you are, Fiona Brown. I want to welcome you to Out of the Box with Christine and our wonderful listeners and and viewers on YouTube. Thank you, Christine, and thanks everyone who are tuning in to listen to this great conversation that I know Christine and I are going to have today. And um, if you noticed an accent there, yes, Fiona is Australian and she is, you're coming to us from New South Wales, which is exactly where I am. And normally I would say that we could try and do these shows together, but I like the whole screen thing and I'm going to make the uh, the screen on, on the YouTube video nice and big so people can see your beautiful face. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for joining us. And we've got a lot to talk about uh, today, but if you don't mind, I that that introduction, you know, that was a lot. And that was a a lot of of amazing things that you've done over your lifetime. But why don't you tell our listeners a little bit how you got to the place where you're at today, and working with people to improve their lives? How did you come about blending all of these different things together? Um, In a nutshell, I have always been interested in people. I'm one of nine children. I'm the second eldest. And so I grew up with lots of people around me and we had a, quite the open door policy at home. The, the door was never locked. So we had people coming and going. And I got to see a whole lot of interactions, uh, you know, as a child growing up, especially with my mum and all of her friends and our extended family. So from early on, I had this great desire to sort of be around people. When I left school, and this is actually, there's a little bit of this in the chapter in the book, 
Uh, I left school having done my HSC, didn't get a very good mark, but it's what I deserved because I chose to do things like going out, out dancing instead of studying. Uh, I left school not knowing what to do. And a friend of mine said to me, hey, Fiona, I got into nursing. And I was like, ha, what am I going to do? She said, ring up and go for an interview. So I rang on Thursday, interviewed Friday and started nursing on the Monday. That was the start of my 35-year nursing career. Wow. <laughs> and it's generally how I roll with, um, you know, seat of the moment, gut feelings and sensations. Um, but then it wasn't until I was about 40 after I'd lost my parents that I, I could feel a big change coming. So I drew a line in the sand and um, from then on, well, actually Reiki was one of the first things I learned and it was like opening this massive door and all of these other modalities and things fell across my path. And I do them for two reasons. Firstly, because I love, love, love to learn. There is so much to learn about in the world and universe. And secondly, because I like being someone who can pay it forward. I learn it and I pay it forward to someone else. And so a lot of the work I do is not sort of doing for people, but teaching people how to create their own amazing lives. It's not, a, it's not about me. I'm just the conduit for the information. Uh, I love that. And that's what Out of the Box with the podcast show is about, is bringing, really bringing master teachers and people who see outside of the box or live their lives outside of the box. And it's always my intention to make sure that the programs that I do help people in some way. And as we know, uh, what's happening right now in the world is creating a great deal of, uh, well, there's chaos, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's depression. Um, the depression is off the charts, you know, across the globe. And so that was my hope with this show too, as well, to give people some tools and maybe just some things to ponder and to think about as they go about their lives. And with, with people losing loved ones, people losing their jobs, people um, in, in a great deal of turmoil right now, I thought it would be wonderful to, to bring to them someone who can explain how we can oh, pivot and, and, and change a bit of how we react to what's happening and take control back. And so I thought, you know, you'd be the perfect person to talk about that. And um, I don't know, what, what are your takes? What are your takes right now? Are you feeling, cause I know you're, well, you're an empath and intuitive as well, but you're feeling, uh, I'm sure what I'm seeing and feeling as well. What are your takes on the world right now? There's two things that you brought up that I want to um, talk about. One of them is you mentioned the word react. Um, reacting comes from a place of, I don't have control. So I need to um, act from a place of, you know, what's happening to me. Um, and the more we react, the less we're able to act. So, uh, you know, taking the focus not, um, or taking the focus away from what is happening around you and bringing it more to what is happening within you. Um, and making the changes there because that's the only change we can make. The other thing is that we, and you know, I am not denying in any way the chaos and despair that's happening around the world, but that's what the media are bringing to us because it's sensationalized, it, you know, gets the ratings. What is not shared nearly enough is what we're not seeing, all the, the beautiful stories and the joys and the, the bringing together of people like this on the internet, you know, many more people are connecting 
um, through Zoom and all sorts of different online platforms than ever before. There are so many more positives, but unless we look at the positives, we're, we're not seeing them. So sometimes it's about taking away that sort of broad angle view and bringing it in closer and looking at what is important, what is great, what is, um, what is loving and bringing more joy to the world. And oh, that's I agree. Where I agree wholeheartedly. And um, as someone, I, you know, I have a podcasting school and I train people on how to not only create a podcast show for, for their, for their passion, for a hobby, for a business, but uh, also how to develop that YouTube channel to go with it. And I've noticed a huge surge, uh, especially since COVID uh, originally just started happening last year. I've noticed this huge surge of really amazingly, I mean, talented, gifted people who want to communicate with a broader audience instead of just in, within their immediate circle, their family circle, their friend circle, or even in their community, they feel this urge and this need, this passion to get their wisdom, to either entertain, uplift, inspire, motivate, or to educate, to get that out into a wider audience. And that's why there's this explosion of people creating podcasts, because I think that that need to be able to contribute something is just such a driving force. And I know you've seen it as well, people, um, and especially women, uh, becoming entrepreneurs for the first time, because maybe those other sources of income have dried up and they've all of a sudden said, well, wait a second, you know, I, I, can, I can do something on my own. I can add value to people's lives. You've seen it. I know you've seen it because you're, you're involved with the Port Stevens Women in Business and you've seen a, a huge surge in, um, in membership there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th I think that right now too, uh, focusing in on our, our skills and it might even just be something as simple as having the ability to communicate you're one of your expertise and one of the things that you focus in on with your clients too is communication. And I think it's something that's not, it's not taught in the schools. <laughs> it should be though, <laughs> but communication seems to be, it's something that's really basic and we understand the, the idea, the concept of it, but boy, as human beings, sometimes we have a difficult time with it. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're taught e English at school or whatever language where, um, you know, we speak. Uh, we're taught the words, but not necessarily how to put them together in meaningful ways. And we're taught to communicate from our head, but rarely are we taught how to communicate from our heart. And that's where our meaning comes from. You know, knowledge and intellect comes from our head, our, our um, intention and our our values and all of those things that are much more important to communicate come from our heart. Yes. So it's learning that balance between the two. And it's, it's, it's in the breakdown of communication where the problems start, right? It's in the, yeah. it's in the breakdown. And what I find, what I'm witnessing and in my own personal life, as well as others is the role of the ego and the, I don't even know how to really formulate it other than when we're in communication, the ego can sometimes rear its 
funky little head. I won't say ugly, but it's funky little head. And it's that fight or flight mode, right? So we have a change in life. We have something happen. And it's, it's easier to say that, you know, I'm a victim or I'm angry because we don't like change as human beings, we don't like change. And so we can lash out at others or we can have um, self-harming mechanisms or, you know, things that will beat ourselves up as well. But the idea that change is actually something that can be good and positive. Um, when it's happening to you, it may not feel good and positive, but let's dive into that a little bit. And maybe even if there's any uh, not analogies, but any stories related to your own life where something majorly changed in your life and caused you like a curveball got thrown at you and how you reacted and adapted to that change. Sure. So probably the stories that are most significant to me um, around change are the experiences that I've had with death which is losing my, both my parents uh, when I was only in my mid-30s, but also as a nurse, being with people in their last moments um, dying. Uh, also, um, you know, I've come, I came across a truck accident where two men were killed. Well, they were alive when I got there, but died just after. So, you know, being around death has caused me to really reflect on what's important. And one of the things that really drives me is to live a life where when I get to the end of it, I have as few regrets as possible. But to avoid regret, we've got to live and in a way that is meaningful to us. And to do that, we have to express and share that with others because we're not islands. We don't live alone. So, um, you know, whenever you're, you know, in collaboration with people that you work with or even with your family and friends, you have to communicate in ways that enables you to land your message in a way that is uh, intentional, um, that lifts both parties up, that gets the, the message across clearly um, and, you know, has a positive outcome. Yeah, well, you hit a, you, you said a key word there for me which is intention. There's two things that have been my guiding principles in life. And, it, I, and I think it was, it was instilled in me at a very young age because my grandmother, my grandmother it was and is still a very important person in my life because she, oh my goodness, she instilled in me the, the concepts of intention and integrity. And those two things are an authenticity as well, but that integrity and intention, um, I found at a really early age when you do have good pure intentions and you have integrity. In other words, you mean what you say, you're not trying to hurt others. You're actually trying to help others. And it's, you know, in some way that it's, it's quite magical what, what can happen. So you can turn a situation that is negative or considered a negative, and you can turn it around uh, to make it a positive. And so I'm wondering when you were when you were young, did you have someone who was uh, like a grandparent or an aunt or a family friend or parent that that uh, that connected with you on that level? Uh, I would say it's got to be my mum, although I didn't see it at the time. It's very much a hindsight thing. Um, 
and, and you know maybe it's because growing up was busy there was always so much happening in our house that um and you know we didn't have a lot of time to be alone to reflect you've got nine kids so, in your family so. <laughs> i really value space <laughs> and not just space physical space but space in terms of my mind uh and space in terms of my my words and you know when i'm talking about communication with people say there is so much power in a pause as a radio and podcast professional i know this <laughs> yes i know you know that so, pause that pause that pause can be so dramatic and so powerful it would it could also make my technical engineers at the radio station very nervous because they would think we went off the air for a split second so they'd be like why why is she pausing <laughs> because the guest just said something extremely yeah. you know powerful and i needed to take that pause but yes it's yeah, yeah so my mom was really instrumental in that growing growing up and yeah. it is it's there's so much power in our words you know i'm uh astrologically speaking, I have like five planets in Scorpio. So I am very well aware of the power that our words uh, have. And with this, with our mouths, we can say something that is so beautiful and so uplifting and so loving and so gorgeous. With, with that same mouth, we can say something that can really cut down someone or impact them hurt them on a level that you you can't you can't take back and so no. that's why i'm always whenever some whenever life does throw a curveball i am always very very much aware of the words that i use uh to 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 make things better and to have a positive outcome as opposed to lashing back or to saying something that can that can hurt someone because our words yeah. are very powerful oh extremely um the thing that's really important is finding that balance because sometimes there are things that just need to be said even though they might come across and land in a way that feels hurtful so i myself teach and, and practice you know, when I need to say something that is a bit tough or hard, and even in my coaching, because I say I'll kick, kick you up the butt if needed, but it's because I want the best out of someone. So I will, you know, often say to someone, you know, I'm, I'm about to say something that you might actually take the wrong way or you might feel hurt by, but know that I am doing it from my heart, from a place of love. And if I didn't give a damn, I wouldn't even be saying this. Oh, but it's because I do give a damn. I'm prepared to risk our relationship for your own benefit because I know that in knowing this information, you'll be able to reflect on it and do something about it and achieve different results. Oh, that's a really, and that's a great parenting skill as well that we could, you know, because I know people, parents, you know, they're pulled in all these different directions and sometimes uh, we react, you know, in a certain way and we have to come from that place. Listen, I'm saying this because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I really love you. And, and, but having that ability to kind of slow it down, those words that we say, especially to people that are close to us have such a strong impact. I know with the clients that I've worked with and family members, those was words that are told to us, especially when we're young, 
have such an impact because those become our stories. And so if we're told when we're really young, you're stupid or you'll never amount to anything or you're just like your mother or a whole host of things, those stories, no matter how successful we may become later in life, those stories still play over and over in our subconscious mind, which is, as you know, being a hypnotherapist, the subconscious mind is really running the ship (laughs) and how, and how I, what I tell people, uh, parents, uh, people in relationships, um, even people just, you know, at work, those words that you use are so powerful. There's a reason why they call it spelling. It's a spell and it, it has so much power. Um, you know, publicists know this, marketing gurus know this, the power of words. And so when we're communicating with people, I think it's extremely important to have that in mind. You may not have a gun or a knife, but you, you have something that is equally, that can be equally as damaging as those words that you say and the tone and the intention of how you say them, right? And the timing as well, Christine, because sometimes there are things that we need to say, but sometimes we need to just hang off for a little bit until it's the right time to say it, until someone might be able to accept those words in a way that's going to be more beneficial than not. Right. And also allow us to make that communication and not the ego. Yes. Yeah. Because the ego can say things that you later on will regret. <laughs> and you say, yeah. you say, you just say something out of, you know, out of, anger or fear. Um, but when, when I, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show and, and watch the YouTube videos, and I always like to give, uh, people that are in business or beginning business, or they, they own their own business. I love to give them some little bit of tips here and there to help them in different situations. And since also, since you are an expert in communication, Um, I was wondering if you have any beautiful gems that you can drop on our viewers and listeners on how to communicate, because this is something that I've dealt with, how to communicate what you do and how you can help people. What are some tips that you can offer us on how to have that clear message? The first thing I would say is um, don't come from the point of view of um, all your things that you can do because that's your skill set and that's your learning and what you bring to the table but it's but what people um, connect with you for or why they might want to buy your product or service is what you can do for them and sometimes we forget to actually share that with people so even though I do those list of things and I have friends who joke about you know pulling out the scroll of all the <laughs> list of things Fiona can do I had to um, use a lot of printer paper. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if someone says, what can you do for me? I can say, I can help you live a bloody good life. I like that. I and, like and that, that. And that's, that's what I do. And, you know, if people aren't living that, they can say, oh, great. Well, that's what I'm after. But if I said to someone, you know, I'm an NLP practitioner and a conscious hypnotherapist, that might just go over their heads. So you've got to speak in terms that people understand. Yeah, exactly. And so, and the, and the, the issue that a lot of people have that are extremely talented in many different aspects as yourself, 
And as, as, as I am, because again, yeah, I, people say, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, what do I not do? Um, <laughs> the problem is, is that we spread ourselves out and we're hoping to be everything to everybody. Yes. And that's impossible, really. And it does, it dilutes that, that message. Would you say, would you say that, well, I love how you see, I love how you have it, um, that you help people have a bloody good life. And, and if, and if they need you for something for business, they can pluck that aspect out of you. If they, you know, for their health, um, for their relationships, they can pluck those little, um, things out, uh, for their addictions. And I know how hypnotherapy is amazing for that and their, and mindset, but would you say, and I, and I'm, I'm just now learning this is there are souls. There's a, there's a, there's something that we are really meant to do. And maybe it is to do, to have a broad spectrum of talents and gifts to share with others. But how do you, how do we, or maybe if you've done this, how do we tap into what our soul's passion is? Not what the mind or the ego wants, but what, what our true mission is and, and our soul's passion. What are some things that you can recommend for people to, to find out what that is? So if I was doing it, for example, for myself, I would look at all the things that I do and not just in business, but in you know my relationships with other people. If I was to write next to each of the things that I do, why am I doing that? I would probably find that they're all the same reason. Mm. Therefore, it is my why. So why I am here is to, you know, um, help people live bloody good lives. That is my why. Um, all the other things are the how. And this, the, the thing that I find is we ask the wrong question of people. We say, what do you do? We do gazillions of things every day. But how do I bring value to the world is a totally different question. How can you help me is a totally different question. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And it's, and it, it varies for different, you know, for different people. The, the, we had touched on it a little bit earlier that with this explosion of podcasts and also um, YouTube, people starting their own YouTube videos and things that they're, the ability to share our gifts with the world is becoming easier and, and easier. And at the same time, we have those outside messages. As you mentioned in the beginning of this broadcast, the media and the news is focusing in on a lot of those triggers, the fear, anxiety. Um, they have a saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Horrible saying, horrible. But it's true because there's not really a lot of newscasts that focus in on good, positive, you know, happy stories. Uh, yeah. But but that said, this renaissance that we're that we're witnessing is something that I think it does it needs to be supported and allowing people the opportunity to share their gifts with the world. It's really at a time it's unlike any time in history because you yourself are a best-selling author. I'm a best-selling author. And a few years ago, we couldn't do this. 
because you had to go right. You had to you had to get an agent. You had to um, beg a big publishing house to pick up your you know manuscript or pick up the book. But now there's self-publishing. There's hybrid publishing, right? So our ways of communicating and overriding that noise of the media, that's getting easier to do. Um, I'm wondering what you see, if you, if you see or think uh, of the future um, of our abilities to actually help and share our gifts with the world, if it's gonna, if it's gonna get even, even easier for us to do this. I, I think it will get easier. I feel like the pendulum's starting to swing the other way, but we need to keep the, the momentum going, absolutely. But we can't do it without starting with ourselves. And that's why I do personal leadership coaching because we can't lead others well if we can't lead ourselves very well. So being able to live a life in a way that you're designing, um, that you're creating so that you can achieve what you want, you're being a positive influence for others. So the more people will do that, the greater the ripple effect. And that's where the momentum will build and swing towards more of a world where, you know, we're working for the good and not focusing on the negative. And I like that idea too, that you can't help others until you help yourself, yes. right? You, it, the, you, you need to be solid in yourself. And this is an actually really good time. I, I would suggest it's an awesome time to not only upskill and learn those things that you know, will, that you love and that will benefit you, but also to take inventory on those things that we need to perhaps work on. And uh, for me, it's, you know, I'm very much in my head. I'm a, I'm a thinker and a creator and an idea person. I'm an intuitive. So when I work with people, I, I have ideas that come up and I, I see it. But the other aspect, because we're whole, we're holistic beings, is the physical body. And so for me, my uh, challenge has been to get outside of my head and to go more into my body. And so I'm starting with just baby steps, but I'm starting with, you know, a little bit swimming and um, doing some yoga. I hate the downward dog thing. I first, I tried the yoga. My body doesn't like it. <laughs> Pilates. Now Pilates, I got it. I, I, I think I'm doing good. But that downward facing dog thing, I don't. And every time they say it, I want to, I just want to smack that, that yoga instructor. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to go back into a downward facing dog. I'm like, didn't we just do that? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that it's, it's for me, I'm taking the time to get a little bit more into my physical body because let's face it, the COVID 15 turned into 2025 and, and I, I want to get back into my, my body right now. <laughs> What about you? Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I do do Pilates two or three times a week, Thanks. and I go for and I we occasionally do a downward dog, and that's cool. Um, I, I won't I go that against you. <laughs> uh, I go for walks on the beach with my husband, <laughs> and if I'm not walking with my husband, I go for a walk by myself. And sometimes I call a friend or FaceTime a friend. Um, who is from the country or any of my many friends from the country um, and FaceTime from the beach so we can have a, a, a conversation and they get to share the joy of the ocean with me. So I, I like to do that. Um, I, I read a lot. 
yeah and you know, I, I do random things that take my mind um off work or day-to-day -day, you know media stuff actually one of the main things I do is actually not watch any news at all um I let I let other people be my filter that way that I only hear what it is that I really need to hear and the rest is just not even on my radar yeah I I don't I need to watch the news I I don't watch, watch I, I don't watch television I do we we uh we did get a gift for Christmas of the entire seasons of Wentworth which for Americans you, you gotta you gotta find Wentworth because it's a very um powerful <laughs> series about women in prison <laughs> in Australia and I was like oh my goodness I'm like I'm addicted to that but I don't watch um I, I don't watch television. Part of it is because I, I like to be in control of what is coming at me. And so when I choose to watch something, let's say on Netflix or go to a movie or have a DVD, I'm choosing what I'm gonna be exposed to. Um, as we said, words are very powerful, but also images are extremely powerful. And when you have the words, when you have the sound and the uh, the visuals, it can it can do a number on you. And so I'm very much aware of that. And subliminal marketing and subliminal messages, it's not a conspiracy. There's there's the advertising companies and agencies have known it for a very long time how to manipulate us, <laughs> how yeah. to get you to buy those jeans right? Or, or drink that diet soft drink. They're very clever. Uh, they've been doing it for a very long time to, to sell more products, really. So yeah, I'm, yeah I, I stay away from it because I don't want to be manipulated. <laughs> yeah. And my, my time is precious. Everyone's time is precious. So I'm, I'm going to choose what to do with my time. Uh, so to sit and watch some television shows that fill my head with nothing that's going to benefit my life is a total waste of time to me. I like, I like the, um, when we were talking about also doing things outside of, I highly recommend to, cause I have some clients that they're like, I need to, I need to just work. I need to just, you know, get in this. I'm going to take as many classes as I can. I'm going to try and get as many clients as I can. I'm just going to, and, and having play, incorporating play and whatever that is to somebody, but having that ability to step away from that business model. And also it can create a bit of desperation and that desperation energy is not good either, but to be able to have that element of play, or if it's going to a Pilates class or taking a walk on the beach is so vitally important. I cannot stress that enough. For me, I find my heaven when I'm in the ocean, when I'm just completely at one with the water and I'm able to, it seems like everything, you know, nothing matters except for that exact moment. And there's something about the salt water. Um, I think it's negative ions. It sounds the opposite of it, but I think it's the negative ions in the ocean water that actually make you happy it's yes. yeah it's field. yes it's it's something and i think we're born in water we, we're mostly made up of water right 
So, yes. <laughs> but that's something that I, that I try and do as well. Um, and then also what I found, Fiona, I don't know if this is true for you, when I'm doing something like that and floating in the ocean or I'm at a pool doing my laps, right? Those rhythmic laps, ideas and concepts and solutions, but really clever, like amazing ideas come to me in those times. And not when I'm sitting there pounding on a keyboard, trying to force, you know, um, to create something. It comes in those moments. Does it come for you like that? Yeah, every morning in my hot thinking space in the shower um, is where a lot of my ideas come. <laughs> I love that. You, I'm going to go to my, I'll be right back, honey. I'm going in my hot thinking space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice hot shower. That flow of water, the flow of energy, the flow of ideas, it all flows there. Yeah. And, and a great practice to do too. And especially if you have gone, if you're going through a lot of stuff, um, or if you got into an argument or there's a lot of caca, caca being thrown at you for whatever reason is when you, when you do step in the shower is to consciously think that the water is literally like washing away. If, if somebody gave you, you know, an evil look, a dark, you know, stare or said something not so nice to you, um, it's really lovely to actually visualize the, the water cleansing it and washing it away and you bless it, you know what, say bye-bye mm -hmm. and bless it because it's what we hold on to that also harms us so much. And I, I know uh, I've, I've had many people in my life who've held on to anger and grievances and uh, it's affected them not only mentally, but physically. Our bodies just withholding on with that the trauma sometimes too, holding on to that can affect our physical bodies greatly. And um, I, I just know that it's it's so much better to be at peace with yourself and to let that stuff go. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's not easy, but sometimes you, you have to let it go. Yeah. Uh, it's in our best interest to let it go. But yes, it's not always easy. Uh, there's a, a couple of times a day that I find really powerful in helping you embed information and new learnings and patterns of programming into your unconscious mind. And we can all do this because twice a day minimum, we're all in a very similar state we are when we're in hypnosis. And that's as we're waking up in the morning and as we're going to sleep at night. So those two times, if you can fill your mind with beautiful images and positive affirmations and you know, words of wisdom, you know, keep your desires and yearnings front of mind. Then we go to sleep with that and then we wake up with that. And so it's a great way to start our day as well. And not to grab the phone and check the Facebooks and everything right away. Give yourself a couple moments when you wake up to plant your seeds of desire, right? And and plant what you're going to be um looking forward to i well, here's a little practice that i do because uh well i have my schedule right i have my list of you know all the things that i've got to do and times and people to meet like like this recording this this show so i have all my list of things to do but upon awakening what i like to say is that the the people the things 
the communication that I don't know that's not planned out, that's not written down. It's another opportunity for those to come forward and whatever is for the highest good for all is going to make itself known to me. And sometimes it might even just be going to the store, going to the grocery store and you meet someone or you see someone as you're walking in that maybe maybe it's an elderly person then they need assistance there's mm-hmm. a connection that we can make that's not on our diaries it's not on our planners it's in the everyday that we that we have and people that we meet that may not be able to do something for us but they're able to do something really <laughs> powerful for us do you know what i'm saying yes yes we can plan our day, but we never know what it looks like or what it's going to look like at the very end. And so to let, you know, let your day unfold a little bit, keeping space for the universe to flow through you and present all of those great things to you is really, really important. There's something that I sometimes say at the beginning of a day. And I'm, you know, although I was raised a Catholic, you know, Catholicism is just part of my spirituality so as Reiki so as hugging my friends so as you know walking on the beach all of those things make up my spirituality but there's one thing I say and it's um you know God or universe today let my hands be your hands let my heart be your heart let my words be your words oh that's mm-hmm. so perfect for today <laughs> talking about the power of words and communication that is beautiful and that's a beautiful way to end this show um, I want to let listeners know too how they can get in touch with you. Uh, you have a thriving coaching and healing practice at Utopia Wellbeing. It's called Utopia Wellbeing, and the website is Utopia, and it's you like you, Y O U T O P I A Wellbeing.com, Utopia Wellbeing.com. AU. You got to add that on there because she's in Australia, she's based in Australia. So it's utopiawellbeing.com.au. We'll have the link in the show notes, but you wanted to also offer our listeners um, a little something, right? Uh, On my website, anyone can book in for a free half an hour chat. And I've been able to help many people in that free half an hour without them needing any more sessions after that. And that's the thing. A lot of people think creating change needs to be long and tedious and take forever and be hard and difficult. But sometimes change can happen in moments. Um, So there's that opportunity for people to create some change in that half an hour time slot. Uh, Anyone who has that free half an hour session and books coaching sessions with me um, who mentions Christine's Out of the Box podcast, I'll be giving 10% off coaching sessions. Uh, I also want to offer listeners a PDF copy of the chapter that I wrote in this book, Change Makers. That was a collaboration of stories from 25 women um, that became a number one Amazon bestseller recently. So I'd like to offer that to your listeners as well. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so very much. So they're going to get the chapter that you've written. They'll they'll get that. And uh, they can book a free, a complimentary 30-minute session, which is absolutely beautiful because it's your energy and your time. And I'll tell you something for our listeners and our viewers. If while you were watching this or listening to this, you got those goosebumps that I, that's how I live my life is through my goosebumps. (laughs) It's my roadmap. But if you got those goosebumps, if you resonated with what we were talking about today, or you just resonated with Fiona and you're like, there's something about her 
that I need to know more about, or I, my soul is saying you need to reach out to her. I want to encourage you to, to take her up on that beautiful uh, gift of 30 minute session with Fiona. It will, it will definitely change your life. It'll impact you in a great way. So if it's about business or personal development or health and well being, please do take advantage of that. And it's not a mistake or coincidence that you're watching this or listening to this. It's because you needed to see this. You needed to hear this. So please do take action and go to her website and book that, uh, that session, that 30 minute session. It's you like you utopiawellbeing.com.au. The link will be included in the show notes of this program. So you can uh, check her out and find out all the wonderful things she's doing. Fiona Brown, I want to thank you so very much again for joining us on Out of the Box with Christine. You are just an amazing human being. And I'm so happy that you're in my life and my wife's life. And um, let's look forward to an amazing 2021. Let's get this stuff going. Let's help more people as much as we can. All right. Well, that's my intention, Christine. That's for sure. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much for having me on your show. My honor, my pleasure. And I want to thank you wonderful listeners and viewers for tuning in today. If you want more information about this podcast, you can go to outoftheboxwithchristine.com. If you want more information about me and my coaching, you can go to christineblasdale.com. All those links will be included as well. And remember, if you're subscribing to this on YouTube, please click that bell so that you can be notified of future programs that come up. Until next time, as I always say, Please remember to think outside of that damn box. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up another edition of Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. And it has been an absolute honor being with you today. For more information on this program, please visit outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And if you'd like to book a private coaching session on how to expand your business or how to create your own podcast, feel free to contact me directly at christineblasdale.com. That's christineblasdale.com. I would love to help you navigate this journey called life. Until then, remember as always to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.